the title of this message, actually, let me read this first. Um, this is the word of the Lord that came through Pastor Gary um, back in December. It says, get ready to pass over, says the Lord, from what has been to what shall be. This past year has been preparing you by my word, preparing the church for this passing over. It's a releasing, a letting go, an exodus of that which has been good in me to something greater in me. I looked up that word. There's a synonym for exodus and it is outpouring. A sudden widespread occurrence or manifestation of something. We know what that something is that's going to be manifested. Amen? The glory of the Lord. So you're going to know what to do. Keep your eyes fixed on the straight way, not in anyone else in the race or any distractions. You have been prepared and ready by my spirit, groomed and trained for the final stretch. Yes, the home stretch. Hebrews 12, 1 says, you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses cheering you on. So keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter, and the protector of your faith. For the joy that was set before him endured hardship and, and is now one of the ones cheering you on to win. If he's cheering you on, you've got to know we don't lose. Fixing your eyes on the finish line, the prize on me, getting ready for you, the church, and your ministry or ministries. Come on. You can have more than one to pass over into the winter circle by the broken body and shed blood of Jesus, says the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of grace. Title of my message today, keep your eyes fixed. Two times in that word that the keeping your eyes fixed was mentioned. First time, keep your eyes fixed on the straightway. The next one, keeping your eyes fixed on, this, on the finish line. See how they go, like they parallel. Straightway, finish line. Keep going, don't stop. We, have any, we might have many opportunities to do that. We're not taking them, amen? So let's go to uh, Psalm 73, please, verse 1. Woo! And we're going to take it in a new living, Annette. New living translation. Verse 1. Hallelujah. Let me know when you're there. All right. Truly, God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure, this is David talking. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. Have you ever been there? For I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. We know people like that. Heathens, right from just... But it seems like they're getting blessed all the time. They're getting richer and richer. They're getting new stuff. And here we are. The faith walk continues. The storms are blowing. And this faith walk continues. He says, I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such painless lives. Their body's so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They're not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These, I like this, verse 7. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. Uh-huh. <laughs> Check it out in, in the Message Bible, verse, uh, uh, chapter, uh, Psalm 73, verses 1 to 5. In the Message, it says, no doubt about it, God is good. Put a period right there. Yeah. Put an exclamation point there. Put a little dance step right there. Yeah. God is good. Good to, the, good to good people. 
We, quali we qualify, amen? Amen. All right. Good to good people, good to the good-hearted, but I nearly missed it. I missed seeing his goodness because I was looking the other way. Keep your eyes fixed. I was looking the other way, looking up to the people at the top, envying the wicked who have made it or haven't made, who have nothing to worry about, not a care in the whole wide world. So it seems. Right? Now, let's go to um, Psalms 37, verse 1. The word of the Lord from Reverend Ann, fret not. Fret not. This is what I'm saying. You preach my message. It was good. That's not my message anyways. It's just confirmation of his message, his word, that we need to hear it. I need to hear it twice. Woo! <laughs> so, um, in Psalm 37, they call this the heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked. And your heritage equals your inheritance, and it's your birthright. Amen. So um, the first one is fret not. And in Psalms 37, verse 1, it says, fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be you envious against the workers of iniquity. New Living says it this way. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong. Don't do that. And in the, new, uh, the Living Bible, it says, never envy the, the wicked. Don't envy them. You have opportunity. They seem like they, they've got it made. They've got a big house. They've got cars. Right? Everything seems to, be go seems to be going good. Yeah. So I looked up the word fret. means to be teased, to be irritated, to be vexed, to be made, made angry, to wear away, or to be chafed. You ever get chafed? <laughs> Come on. Somebody gets, you know, the, some of these heathens, quote, unquote, get so blessed it just chafes you. Right? You want to start your own Me Too movement. Me Too. I want to have some of this goodness. And envious, it's a feeling of being discontented or resentful, longing aroused by someone else's possessions. Well, I, little kids, I want that. My grandson, I want that. Can I have, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? No. <laughs> <laughs> resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, synonyms for envious, jealousy, covetousness, desire, resentment, bitterness, spite, the green-eyed monster. I like that one. Yeah. yeah, keep an eye out for you. Just one. And an antonym for it, which is the complete opposite, is generosity. That's us. We're generous people, right? Amen? Amen. And in the passion in Psalm 37, verse 1, we got a couple of passion ones because I, I don't think I even went from the passion last time I spoke. So we have to have some passion, bro. Anyways, thir Psalm 37, verse 1, don't follow after the wicked ones or be jealous of their wealth, period. Don't think for a moment they're better off than you. Why? Because verse 2 is coming. <laughs> in the King James, it says, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as a green herb. Right? And in the Passion, it says, they and the short-lived success will soon shrivel up and quickly fade away like grass clippings in the hot sun. So don't envy that. God's got a plan. And he's got a plan for us. He said he's going to bless us. Amen. Amen? So number two, trust. 
and believe. This is verse 3 in Psalms 37. It says, King James, trust in the Lord and do good. Just do good. You shall dwell in the land, and verily you shall be fed. New Living says, trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will safely in the land and prosper. Living safely in the land and prospering. That's kind of a, that sounds like a good plan to me. Right? Living Bible says, trust in the Lord instead. Be kind and good to others. Then you will have safely here in the land and prosper, feeding in safety. He's got a plan for us. It's a good plan. He's a good God. Amplified. Amplified because, like the Bible, I'm loud. Praise the Lord. Uh Trust. Lean on. Rely on. Be confident in the Lord and do good. Do all of that. So shall you dwell in the land and feed surely. Surely. On his faithfulness. And truly you shall be fed. In the passion, in chapter th- or verse 3, <laughs> keep trusting in the Lord. Do, as, do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God, and you will dwell in the land feasting on his faithfulness. Trust in him. Trust is to believe in the reliability, the truth, the ability, or the strength of freedom from suspicion or doubt. We live freedom from suspicion or doubt, especially when the stuff hits the fan. Because it does. Then it's like, okay, you know what? I need to be free from suspicion and doubt because I trust God. And I believe him. And he's never, he's never failed me yet. He's never failed you. That's why you're still here. Think about it. We're here now. We're here right now. So we passed every other test right up until this point, and we'll keep going. But up until now, we have passed those tests. Why? Because we're here. Look around. We're here. We made it. We're not done. But up to here, we have made it. We might have been drugged through the mill. But I'll tell you what, we're still standing. We're still standing after all this. You know the song. Anyways. <laughs> and, and I heard somebody say this. That's when you want what God wants for the same reason he wants it. For the same reason he wants it. Right? What's that? To be a blessing? God has blessed us to be a blessing. Jesus loved so much that he gave. And it just sounds like us. Number three is delight yourself. And this is Psalms 37 verse 4. King James, delight yourself also in the Lord. He shall give you the desires of your heart. What do you want? What do you want? Come on now. New Living says, take delight in the Lord. He'll give you your heart's desires. What do you desire today? There's got to be something. Amplified says, delight yourself also in the Lord. He will give you the desires, I like this, and the secret petitions of your heart. What is it that you've got in here that you've always wanted to do? And then you took it and you set it on the shelf because you didn't think it was going to work. I've been standing all these years and nothing seems to work. Secret petitions of your heart. He'll give it to you. In the passion, 
It says, find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh. He will give, he'll give you what you desire the most. What do you desire? Sometimes we get in this Christian walk and it's like, okay, well, I don't really want the best. I'll take seconds. Right? I had somebody come up to me the other day, and they're saying, wow, I went shopping at, at, was it Frenchie's or something? I can't even go in that place. I get itchy. But they went, they went shopping at Frenchie's, and they got this, all these, I do. I, just, I went in there once and was like, ooh, I can't do it. And, and, but, the, <laughs> but they're all happy that they got all these. It's like, my goodness, why don't you save that for people that need it? You can afford the best. Why don't you just, come on now. Show yourself out. Anyways, he's going to give you what you desire the most. And when you're delighted, because we're delighting ourselves, delight is on. Think about it. When you delight yourself in the Lord, delight is on. Right? When you're not connected, delight is off. You can tell when people are off. Christians? Because delight is not on. They look kind of gray. Right? And it's not from ashy. It's just looking gray. <laughs> Psalms 42 verses 1 and 2. <laughs> as a heart, as a deer pants. Come on, that's us. After the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? When are you going to come and appear before God at church? When are you going to come to church, people? Come on in. We got room for you. We're moving. So, it's going to be new, spanking new. You'd be able to <laughs> and not wheeze. It's going to be wonderful. Really. Psalm 63, verses 1 to 5. King James, please. King James or Brother James, the right reverend. Praise the Lord. I think it's so cool. Amen. Amen. Are you there? I'm not. Psalm 63, verse 1. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you ever prayed those? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Won't you help me? <laughs> he says, you are my God. I'm so glad he made it personal. <laughs> Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Why? To see your power and your glory as I have seen you in the sanctuary. I've seen you in church. Move. We used to have these big, 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 huge moves of the Holy Ghost back in the day when we had the, remember those 10 days of glory? Woo! Remember Lucy McGee getting wheeled out in a chair? Right? <laughs> she had to get wheeled out. Too drunk to walk. Couldn't do it. So. It says, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. With my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. 
And I heard somebody say, if you don't have joyful lips, repeat verse 4. <laughs> right? What is that? That's what I bless you while I live. I lift up my hands in your name. So, <laughs> if you're not joyful, get your hands up. <laughs> Put your hands up. Uh-huh. Okay, number four. Um, <laughs> Psalms 37, uh, verse 5. Commit yourself. Don't be committed, but commit yourself. Amen? Psalm 37, 5 and 6, it says, Commit your ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him. He shall bring it to pass, and he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. New Living says, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Everything. Trust him, and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the new day sun. Mm-mm-mm. First part of uh, um, Psalms 37, uh, in the message, it says, open up before God. Keep nothing back. He already knows. He knows our stuff. So just open up. He'll do whatever needs to be done. I like that. He will do whatever needs to be done for us. Hallelujah. Number five, rest in the Lord. Psalms 37, verse seven, rest in the Lord and wait patiently. There's a good word. Wait patiently for him. Be patient. Have patience. Sure. (laughs) Sounds good on paper. Reads good on paper. Uh Uh-huh. New Living says, be still in the presence of the Lord. Wait patiently for him to act. Sometimes you want them to do it a little bit quicker. Can you speed it up? Praise the Lord. I remember Jerry Savelle, he was talking about that because um, he's been tithing and giving and tithing and giving. He said, Lord, God, if you just meet me dollar for dollar from what I've sowed, I'd be doing okay. <laughs> right? Have you been there? <laughs> just... <laughs> Message, verse 7, quiet down before God. <laughs> Sometimes you just, because we just start, ah, you don't, you don't know the things I've been through. Oh. <laughs> Doom, despair, and agony on me. Oh. <laughs> you watch Hee Haw too, right? <laughs> ah. James 1, 1, James, yeah. James chapter 1, verse 2, please, King James. My brethren and my cistern. <laughs> Come on. Why is he just talking to the brothers? Sisters need some love. This <laughs> is counted all joy. <laughs> when you fall into diverse temptations, tests, and trials. Yes. Praise the Lord. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. Woo-hoo. But let patience have her perfect work. Why does he call it a her? I'm just asking a question. Special, all right, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I like this in the message. It says, they call it faith under fire, or faith under pressure. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Yes. Come on now. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed and not deficient in any way. In other words, don't try to cut corners when you're being processed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number six, don't be envious. 
<laughs> this is Psalm 37, um, verse 7. And the Living Bible says, don't be, env don't be envious of evil, evil men who prosper. There's a lot of rich people out there, but don't be envious of them. Right? Uh, and and uh, King James says, fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. <laughs> Message, don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow, who elbow their way to the top. <clears throat> Here's a good one. Number seven, cease from anger. This is Psalms 37, verse 8. Cease from anger and forsake, forsake wrath, fret not yourself in any wise to do evil. In other words, in the, I like this in the New, uh, new Living. Stop being angry. <laughs> yeah, just stop. Just, <laughs> just have it. Turn from your rage. You don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Okay, here's one. Message. This is good. Verse 8. Bridle your anger, trash your wrath. I like that. Why don't you trash your wrath? Trash your wrath. Cool your pipes. It only makes things worse. In other words, chill out. Chill it. Chill out. Get down with your bad self. Uh huh. Number eight, be humble. This is Psalm 37, verse 11. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. New Living says the lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity. I like that. You want to live in peace and prosperity? Yeah, just be humble. I like this in message. Down to earth people will move in and take over. <laughs> Woo! Relishing a huge bonanza. Relish. We'll catch up on that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ah! Okay, uh, this, this is good in the passion. But the humble of heart will inherit every promise. Every promise. Humble in heart, you get it? You get stuff. Be humble in your heart. Don't be humble in your head. <laughs> It says, the humble of the heart will inherit every promise and enjoy abundant peace. Abundant peace. I like that. Number nine, God's got this. Sometimes you just got to let it go, let it go, let it go. Why? Because God, he does it. Psalms 37, verses 12 and 13. King James, the wicked plots against the just and gnash upon them with their teeth. Ugh. Keep your teeth away from me. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he sees the day that his day is coming. <laughs> Message. Bad guys have it in for the good guys, obsessed with doing them in. But God isn't losing any sleep. To him, they're a joke with no punchline. <laughs> I like it. In Psalm 3, verse 7, it says that God has broken the teeth of the ungodly, which means you've got somebody like Gumby. We were talking about Gumby today, trying to gum you. Please. Please. 
He's broken the teeth of the ungodly. Number 10. Now we're stepping out. Psalms 37, verse 23 to 26. Because we're stepping. King James. The steps of a good man and woman are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in their way. Though they fall, they shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds them with his right hand or with his hand. Verse 25. I have seen the young, and I have been young, and I am still young. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. I said it. Yes, I did. I have been young, and I am now young. Yet have I not seen the unrighteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his seed, our children, are blessed. New living, it says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Every detail. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, again, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or the children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Psalms 37, verse 37, please. We're getting ready to uh, close. Uh, the Living Bible says, but the good man, what a different story. Sounds like us. For the good man, person, bl the blameless, the upright, the man of peace, he has a wonderful future ahead of him. For him, there is a happy ending. But evil men shall be destroyed and their posterity shall be cut off. The Lord saves the godly. He is their salvation and their refuge when trouble comes because they trust in him. He helps them and delivers them from the plots of evil men. Amen. Passion. Listen to this. You can tell who are the blameless and the spiritual mature, spiritually mature. What a different story with them. The godly ones will have a peaceful, prosperous future with a happy ending. Amen. 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 Every evil sinner will be destroyed, obliterated. They'll utter failures with no there'll be utter failures with no future, but the Lord will be the savior of all who love him, even in their time of trouble. We've all had times of trouble. God will live in them as strength. Because of their faith in him, their daily portion will be a father's help and deliverance from evil. This is true for all who turn to hide themselves in him. Wow. Last set of verses. Are you ready? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 10 in the Passion. Please. Because this is us. This is what we do. This is how we roll. So Proverbs 3, 5 to 10 in the Passion. It says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. Keep your opinions to yourself. Come on now. Keep your opinions to yourself. With all of your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision that you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. He will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. <laughs> for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find the healing refreshment for your body. Maybe it's because you've been flapping your gums. 
Then you'll find healing refreshment for your body and spirit and, and, um, and, and spirit long for. Glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your first fruits, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Uncontainable source of inner joy. There's a friend of mine who's a pastor down in, in, in Ontario, and he said this one day. He says, as you let go of your now, you're going to move into your next. As you let go of your now, you will move into your next. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.